0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Boys presented by Shitpost. I'm joined, as always, by Kyle, JB, and CJ. Kyle, I'm going to start with you because you have been a ball of energy all day. How are you feeling on this Thursday evening as we press record? I'm about to fuck some shit up. Uh, Kyle has been...
1: I don't know if annoying is the right word.
2: No. But uh, just, uh,
1: it's, not, it's not the right word, but he's been on his bullshit today.
0: 100%. Oh, yeah.
3: And I'm just going to crank it up for the, uh, for the pod here so Let's everybody go, can enjoy Okay, so, um, just, so we're going to start with baseball. Uh, week, week one, five games into the season. Uh, we're not going to talk about standings because that's fucking stupid. Uh, but what we will talk about, I highlighted uh, two player or a player from both the Cubs and the Cardinals because I figured most of the people listening to us going to be Cubs Cards fans. So we'll start out with the Cubs. Um, save the best for last. Uh, okay, so we're going to talk about that Suzuki kid. Uh, the 27 year old just came over from uh, Japan or Korea. I'm not sure which uh, which league he came from. Um, but I do know that ever since he's gotten to this league, he's been fucking killing it. So through five games, he uh, his slash line, he's sporting a 400 batting average, uh, 524 on-base percentage, and he's slugging 1,000. Three home runs, nine RBIs, four runs scored, five walks to five Ks. Uh, he's got six hits and 15 total bases and 15 at-bats um he's just been killing it uh for a team that is really needing a spark this year especially offensively considering how uh touchy their pitching is going to be all year and I know that I said that and I know what the Cardinals did today but you know it's the second week of the season who cares but I think that the Cubs biggest issue this year is going to be the the starting pitching depth they got a big big get and the free agency with Marcus Stroman. And that was huge for them to give a, like a second guy along Kyle Hendricks. But uh, I think it's just going to be the depth of that bullpen is that bullpen and that rotation is going to be, what's going to be the big hangup on that team that, and they're relying on guys like Patrick wisdom and Frank, the tank to do what they did last year. And so far they um, they're not, at all, even a little bit. The only story for the Cubs so far that I have seen has been this guy. Um, he's been killing it, so he's going to be definitely like uh, looking at him for Rookie of the Year. Um, he, I think, he's going to have like at least thirty home runs. Probably hit around three three twenty. He's probably going to kill it there at Wrigley. So moving on um, to uh, Roland Rook- Arenado. Real quick
1: on Suzuki.
3: Yeah.
1: I picked him up in like the second to last round in one of our fantasy drafts. And so far in both of my leagues, the only person that he hasn't outscored is Vlad Jr. And that's because (laughs) Vlad hit three home runs yesterday. Yeah. So, like, before that, it wasn't even close. But then Vlad put up like 29 points in seven innings. And dude, it was like
3: three very casual home runs, too.
1: Oh, yeah. It was, buttery.
3: he's just like, oh, this isn't batting practice. And that's Vlad is. Jr. playing year round at Yankee Stadium. Oh, my God. Or in Wrigley. Fuck. <laughs> Mainly, well, I say Yankee. Yankee is my like barometer for short fields. Oh yeah, Wrigley isn't Wrigley isn't necessarily a short field as much as the weather conditions make them play like it's fucking Yankee Stadium or Citizens Bank Park in Philly.
1: Well, yeah, in April um, you've got eighty mile an hour winds and Wrigley blowing that, out.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, that that's he, he. I think he's gonna be killing it all year long. Um, So, we'll we'll move on to the Cardinals uh, player to watch, and that is Nolan Arenado, of course. Um, He is just fucking killing it, you know. So, we'll just go through the – Yeah, yeah, National League Player of the Week. So, there's – it's not just homerism that we're uh, highlighting him for, but he uh, is currently – has a slash line of 412 average, 444 on base, and – He's slugging 1.118 so far. Uh, Three home runs, nine RBIs. I think he has four doubles. I didn't catch that stat. He he scored five. He had three doubles in one game. Uh, Okay, so he has at least three doubles. So let's call it four. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Five runs scored, uh, 19 total bases and 17 at-bats And just five games. Now, because I'm an equal opportunity, uh, jipster, <laughs> um, I'm going to come out a little bit. He needs to walk. He, 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 he needs to have a higher on base percentage. He needs to be in that four eighty to 500 range with on bases. Um, now, I know it's only been a week, but that is something that we really need to look at or his strikeout to walks because that's what killed him last
4: That's what murdered his average. It's because he so was like Kyle, He keeps troubles. hitting fucking home runs. I don't give a shit how, how often he's getting on base. You hit fucking, I, do, I, I, I mean, today, I, 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 I listened. second listen. game with the, with the team. And in that time, he's hit 37 home runs, 37 doubles, and 115 RBIs. Dingers. How many rings do we have? I'll fucking take that all day.
0: Dingers. How many
4: ring? How many rings do we have from it? Well, I mean, we were a mediocre so, ass team that shouldn't have even made the playoffs last year. So, so,
3: <laughs> so in that regard, there's still room to improve. I'm not saying. Fair.
4: Oh, Arenado, you fucking suck.
3: No, I'm not <laughs> saying that. I'm saying, hey, man, you're doing a really good job, but you can do even better by not That's swinging or missing. Like, oh, so. Just a quick sidebar, speaking of swinging and missing, has the dude from the Guardian swung and missed at a pitch yet? Uh,
1: I haven't got an update on it, so I would assume no, because it was like, what was it, 115
3: swings or something like that? Yeah. Well, I don't know how many swings, but the last time I saw, it said uh, 15 at-bats in a row without swinging or missing at a pitch. That's
1: fucking insane. I take that back. I think it was over 120, because the previous person to do it was in 2000, and his was like 115. So, yeah. And I, um, I would imagine that we would have gotten some kind of update if that ended, because um, right. that's a f- crazy stat.
3: So, back to to uh, Nolan. Um, the reason I'm harping on his walks this early is because that is what killed his production last year. Is he wasn't getting on base unless he hit a home run or a double, which great, but he still, we still need him to get on base because if if our bottom half of the lineup has nobody in front of him, we don't have a fucking chance to win. Plain and simple. So, yeah, it's great that he's hitting home runs, but also we need guys because Pujols is not going to get on base this year. He's nope. going to hit home runs. He's hey, going to he hit doubles. So far. He's going to hit home runs. He's going to hit doubles, but he's also going to strike out like 380 times Can't wait And um, So we need people Like I, I hate to be the guy that's like stop hitting Home runs but Pujols is going to be a problem at the spot that he's Hitting right now because he's currently hitting fifth Whenever he plays and that's I still Think third. that's I still think that that's Too high um, I think he should be hitting seventh That way you can have guys like Yachty Who do get on base uh, Hitting in front of him that way, if he strikes out or pops out, it doesn't fucking matter. We've got guys at the bottom half that are going to get hits for him. Uh, that's the only thing that worries me is him not – is him striking out a lot more than he gets walks. Because yeah. power power hitters – as much as you want to see the home run numbers, power hitters are supposed to be drawing walks too. Um, and he's got a great strike zone. He's got a great eye. Um, So, I think it's something that he can work on, um, and I think it's something he should because it could really help improve the team's uh, offensive performance. Uh, As we saw tonight, we need guys getting on base. Yeah. I
1: was going to bring up him hitting too high in the order,
3: Um, and
1: I I think you're probably right. Seventh, like behind Yachty is a good spot for him. Obviously, he's a power hitter. He doesn't hit a lot of ground balls. So – and the, the, the qualm with Yachty being in front of him is that he's slow, right? So I, you can't, you don't eliminate it completely, obviously, because everybody hits ground balls, but it's not as consistent as Tommy Edmund hitting a ground ball through the middle, you know? So I, with if you stick him behind Yachty, it makes more sense, and you eliminate a little bit of that ground ball double play that Yachty's constantly getting hit into because he moves
3: right. like a slug. Well, yeah. I mean, he's a thirty-seven. First of all, he's a thirty-seven-year-old catcher. Second of all, there is no second one. He's a thirty-seven-year-old catcher. So no, I know. Slow. I'm not blaming. <laughs> uh, it, it's there's <laughs> now nothing he is actually do about the speed it, that he's supposed to be. No, I know, but it's, like, <laughs> it's still a factor. You know, like you can't. It, people can't be like, oh, Yachty's slow. Yeah, he's a thirty-seven-year-old fucking man trying his no. best. Okay. No, so, like, I'm, lay I'm off 100% speed, guys. behind that.
1: <laughs> I completely agree with that. He should be slow. He deserves to be slow. He's been in the league for yeah, fucking 18 point, years. Did, like, did you
3: see – Um, sorry to interrupt, but uh, did you see uh, – <laughs> did you see that Pujols tried to steal third tonight? Dude, yeah. he was out by fifteen feet. <laughs> it was
1: so bad. But he's the – He's old and fat, that.
4: man. But, that was the first time since 2015 he's been. I was going to say off.
1: he's he's stolen 14 bases in that span. <laughs> 14, <laughs> and and it, and that's what seven years. Yeah, yeah. Seven years he's stolen 14 bases, and it's off purely because no one will try to pick him off because he's slow as fuck. And today <laughs> not just, run like, and just he the, fucking runs. Well, I know, but the today the pitcher was left-handed. He was looking right at him when he took it's, off. Yeah. Like, it, it was just – like, he's normally really good about that. You know, he, he catches he was the guy not,
2: sleeping. He
3: was like, I'm going to try to catch this guy froze to death. Yeah. Like, he's not going to believe that I'm going to <laughs> third on him, and he's not going to know what to fucking do. And if he does, maybe he'll overthrow it and he'll score. But yeah.
1: I, yeah. I mean, I appreciate the fucking pure gamesmanship of that, you know.
3: Listen, but nothing I mean, else, he, nothing else was going on in the game. Might as well fucking try something. <laughs> no, yeah, you're getting. They were down five, nothing's. So who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. I just think that that I, I think there that there are things every player can do to improve to help this team, and I do think that that's one of them. We need everybody trying to get on base, obviously, whether it's walks or hits. Or getting hit in the face, I don't fucking care. Just get on base. We need runs. Because I feel like we need to be talking um, about the
4: pitching more than their lineup. I think the offense would be fine. I don't. Our pitching, I'm not so sure about.
3: I don't see. I just worry about the team getting into another lull like they did offensively last year. Um, yeah. Um, so I, that's why I just want to see the team constantly improving. That way, you can kind of out hit your mistakes on the on the field. Yeah. I mean, the only uh, person that hasn't
1: started off. Really, the way that they ended the year was probably O'Neill, right? Like he's got what one home run, I think. Yeah, but uh, he, yeah, had like mean, he had like
3: five in the first game of the year. It, yeah, yeah. He, well, you know, it was that first series; he fucking killed it against the against the Royals. But yeah, you know, it's just going to be series to series improvements by each team um, going forward. But uh, I do think, as of right now, the Brewers the class in Central until. St. Louis kind of figures out who they are as a team. Brewers,
4: though, they have. every single every single day this year, they have fucked my bet. Every single (laughs) one. (laughs) I bet on them both ways too. Every time they just fuck.
3: Okay, so there's one last baseball thing I want to get to before we move on to the NBA. So here's the story. Um, (laughs) Yesterday, uh, Clayton Kershaw. Seven perfect innings in his first start of the year. Uh, he gets to eighty pitches after the seventh, and Dave Roberts takes him out, and the world went crazy. Um, it. I just. I'm it's, at a loss for words. Honestly, it's hard it's, to talk about. It's it's, it's the <clears throat> dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I have never once praised I gotta get my script out or otherwise I'm gonna get off base I have not seen anyone praise Dave Roberts and I've never praised him as a manager because I don't think he's a good manager I think he gets by on having the best team in baseball um biggest payroll in baseball exactly um I don't think he's a very good manager but when it comes to pitch counts it's something he's always paid really close attention so I've got a little bit of an editorial here. I'm just gonna read it and then we can kind of discuss. Wait it on us,
0: buddy. Wait it
3: on us. Dear base- baseball fans. Oh no. You need to either educate yourself or shut the uh, Clayton Kershaw is a 34 year old man who has been in the league. I'm getting, I'm getting off script. Okay, he's a 34. He is 34 years old. It was his first start of the year for a guy who has had a very hard time being Kershaw late into the year, apart from the World Series season. He has been in the bigs now for this is his 15th season. Do you think he has done this? by being selfish and running up his pitch count and going for no hitters, going for perfect games, going for 14 strikeout games. No, he does it by being a great leader, a team leader. So yes, he got pulled after seven perfect innings. Who fucking cares? If it's the third or fourth game of the year. You don't jeopardize a championship for one game in April. Now, if Jack made his debut and he was going for a perfect game and he got pulled, I'd be pissed, because we're not winning a World Series this year, probably. Can we compete for one? Yes. Are we a number one, two, three contender for the World Series crown? Absolutely not. The Dodgers are. So you don't jeopardize a championship for one game in fucking April. I have seen so much vitriol for Roberts and no praise. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm tipping my imaginary cap to Dave Roberts for making the only call that there was to make.
1: So another point with Jack, I mean like you said Kershaw's been in the league 15 years, all right? He mm-hmm. had he had a shortened spring training. He probably pitched what? One full game if he if that even. So to, to your point, Jack's if, if this was Jack right now and he was completely healthy, Would I be pissed that he got yanked? Yeah, because he's been in the league full time for two years. It's not. And he's young. It's not a
3: rubbery arm. That's what I'm saying.
1: It's not the same. He hasn't had Tommy John. You know, he hasn't gone through Kershaw's back is shot.
2: Yeah,
1: he's injured every year. Like it all this does is make all the sense in the world.
3: Did you see the clip of whenever Dave pulled him? He didn't even no, seem upset. He's like, he's like, yeah, you're right. But yeah, you're it, right. Because um, I'm gonna want to if I if I go out there for the eighth, I'm gonna want to go for nine. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. He makes the right fucking call and gets crucified for it. Uh, it. It it doesn't. I as I said at the top of the of the little script there. As baseball fans, either educate yourself or just fuck off. Because if you're upset because Clayton Kershaw didn't get to go first perfect game, then you don't know baseball. So educate yourself. I'm not telling you to fuck off and don't be a baseball fan. But if you're not going to try to educate yourself on the game and why teams do things a certain fucking way, then you have no business tweeting or talking about a sport because you know nothing about it. It's like if I tried to talk shit about the WNBA, I don't know anything about that league. So I don't talk about it. So if
0: you don't know anything about the
3: sport, don't fucking talk about it.
0: All I know about the WNBA is that they have excellent fundamentals. They sure do. They have, I'll give you that. Great fun. They
3: have great fundamentals and criminally low salaries.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's wild. That part is true. The the, the Brittany thing-
3: Griner, Brittany Griner essentially got arrested in Russia because the WNBA doesn't pay their players. <laughs> yeah, because sure. she's over there. Because because like these fucking Baltic countries will just offer you a shit ton of money to come over and play for two or three months and so she goes over and plays and then she gets stuck at the fucking
4: airport <laughs> to be no, fair don't it. take fucking marijuana with you in yeah. fucking russia yeah
3: exactly. so, no yeah. that's not the problem the problem yeah. is going it, the problem is trying to leave russia and go back through customs well, don't you I- can hide it pretty <laughs> easy coming in because you're not using it on the plane so you already have it in your hiding your hiding hole
2: you yeah, a, a, <laughs> a you're hidey hole. A
0: hidey <laughs> hole in Russia? What? What, 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 what? There's no such thing. You got KGB agents up your fucking ass figuring out what the hell you have for breakfast. And she's trying to hide some weed? Just not just not smart. I'm with JB. Not smart. It's just not toss smart. it. Smart just toss it.
3: Just toss it. You just made enough money to buy some weed when yeah. you get back home. Right. Yeah. So- yeah. You, you,
0: you don't want that Russian hash. it ain't shit. Trust me, I know.
1: <laughs> um, so
0: this, this Kershaw
1: stuff uh, with him getting pulled, it, it plays into, I mean, I know we already talked about Albert Pujols a little bit, but it, that's another thing with Albert that really pisses me off. All right. We did, we did not sign this guy for a 300 average. All right. We signed him for pure nostalgia. Listen. If you would, would say, rather have
3: Ma- Matt Carpenter playing DH than no. Albert Pujols, I don't so know what to I, fucking do for you, man. What, I he's been up, gone for a decade,
1: you know. I looked up a little a little gem for you here. So, from 2018 to 2022, we have paid Matt Carpenter on average sixteen million dollars a year. Okay, we're I'm paying Albert 25.
3: What? Pujols. 25? what? Albert was getting what 25? No, we're paying him 2 million dollars this year. No, I mean before, whenever before is when yeah. gone. He before was making like 20 then. on average 25-28. Yeah, yeah. So we were so, essentially replaced Albert Pujols but also didn't really save much money. I mean, we saved a little bit. But like maybe also, 10 million a year, but what did we
1: do with it? nothing that's the, that's our fucking problem we don't spend money but <laughs> to be fair that was
4: a good move if we re-signed albert he didn't pan out anyway for that contract
1: exactly but for that next 10 at years at least at least with albert in that dh spot he may run into 25 home runs 22 i got him at yeah.
3: 22 right now
1: yeah so but with matt carpenter you're gonna get five <laughs> maybe
2: no, you'll I, get that's...
1: thirteen with a 172 average. Listen, dude, I couldn't I couldn't physically stomach one more year of that motherfucker. Uh, I know I thoroughly appreciate what he did way, way in the past. But
3: yeah, like, for like four he, years he was good.
1: Yeah. And it but it's it's time to cut cut ties. If and you're again. mad about the Matt Carpenter thing, then you can also go fuck yourself. Yeah, then you good... then you should. If you're mad about that, then you should really fucking educate yourself. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, like, um, that's my point with Albert. Like, if you're mad about him not producing, like I sent you guys a screenshot of that article the other day. Albert Pools hasn't produced, blah 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 blah. What a bad At That time signing. he
4: played one game. Uh, yeah, he played that's one what I'm fucking saying. game and went over five. The the yeah, and then he homered in the next game he played. It. Right.
1: <laughs> exactly. So just shut um, your fucking mouth, enjoy the ride, and fucking live
3: your life. Yeah, man. Well, we're going to move on to the NBA now. Um,
1: Time for me and Dylan to shut the fuck up.
3: So I just want
0: to paint for the people at home here. I just got fresh (laughs) off a 12-hour day. I ain't got jack shit to say. And Kyle (laughs) has been on fucking an adrenaline rush all day or pills or speed or a combination of all fucking three. So, Kyle is your fucking master of ceremonies here. Uh, There wasn't shit in the NFL world. Uh, the Packers got fucking Devonte Adams out of town and signed busted ass Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Kyle, take it away with NBA. Hey, just
3: real quick, I'm going to touch on that. Great move, great move by the Packers.
0: I mean, you know, it's the only fucking th- outside of OBJ who's got a fucking torn ACL. I guess it's the only thing they could have fucking did. I, I mean, was going to say, I'm
3: surprised you, they didn't bring back James
0: Jones and Donald
3: Driver. I'd be um, all in on it. I'd be
0: all in on it.
3: Um, when Sammy Watkins.
1: Is the only business in town,
3: you <laughs> fucking shop
1: there. All right. You fucking shop there. Okay? All right. I don't want to fucking shop at goddamn Tom Brady's new fucking golf store that he's gonna drop. We're not, that you boys rico- piss me
0: off. It. You boys piss me off real bad. We're not about that. <laughs> we're not gonna start with you but guys shit all over Tom. Fuck you. We're done. If Tom,
1: <laughs> if Tom's store was the only one in town that I could get golf supplies from, I'd still shop there. Sammy and then, Watkins and is the Tom Brady golf store of the NFL. Get the
0: fuck out.
3: No, like, this. when you're almost when – when when Sammy Watkins is almost too big for your team, woof, it's a tough look. And it's all about QB 12 right there. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Um, the NBA. So so,
4: um,
3: Jake, talk about Miami for a second while I check the score to the current games.
4: Well, all I got to say is they're going to be in the finals. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I honestly though no, I'm not even trying to be biased, but I don't see anybody anybody in the East beating them. I kind of like how shit's shaking out with Boston having to play Brooklyn in the first round. Brooklyn, the greatest seven are... seed of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's not even fucking around. I think there's a chance they beat Boston in the first round. I don't, I don't know if they will, but I wouldn't be upset okay. We've about got. It. We've got a finalized bracket
3: ladies and gents. So tonight <laughs> in the ninth, ten, in the 9-10 game the Atlanta Hawks defeated the wait, that wasn't tonight. That was last night. Pelicans was last night too.
4: Uh that might have been the night before, I don't know. All I know is the Oh okay, the Cavs final games are Hawks final games on, are Friday.
3: Yeah. All right. I'm a little high. Okay. <laughs> so Friday night Final, the eight-seed play-in game, Hawks versus Cavs. Who you got and why? Wait, hold on. Who you got and why is it the
4: Cavs? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got the Cavs. You don't want to see the Cavs. Wouldn't
3: you rather play the Hawks if you're the Heat? I would rather rather play play the Hawks for sure. Right. I think the Cavs can be scary. I think the Cavs can put. – I'll get to it. Um, (laughs) And then uh, the Pelicans play the Clippers to be the eight-seed. Who you got and
4: why is it the Pelicans? (laughs) <laughs> I don't really have a fucking pick there. Um, yeah, I honestly would have went to Clippers mainly just because of Paul George. But we'll see. I took the Clippers the other night, and they fucking lost. So, don't listen to me on so, that front. Oh, hey, speaking of which,
3: I would never bury the Minnesota Timberwolves for reacting the way they did for making the playoffs. However... <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Beverly, do I have some words for you? Uh-oh. You stupid, old, <laughs> dusty fuck. He hops up on the table like he's Dwayne Wade in Dade County. This is my court. This is my court. Having just scored seven points on two right. of eight shooting.
4: Act like you've fucking been there
3: before. Like, bro, you, you didn't win because of you. Um, it might have a, something to do with Anthony Edwards dropping 30, D'Angelo dropping 29. Right. Uh, I mean, Carl Towns fucking shit the bed, but you know, whenever you've got D'Lo and Anthony fucking doing that, who gives a shit what Towns is doing? I like the Timberwolves. I, I am very happy that they made the playoffs, but. Pat Bev having been in the playoffs before, going to conference finals, reacting that way was the most ridiculous, pathetic shit I've ever seen. <laughs> the team celebrating like they had just won the finals. It was it was, you know, they got to the edge of what was acceptable, but a lot of those guys never made the playoffs. The team, the front office, hadn't been in the playoffs for Eighteen years, they didn't they, like they twice. They made it once when they had Jimmy, and then that was the first time in like fourteen years that they had made the playoffs. And this is the second time in eighteen years they made the playoffs. It's exciting stuff. But Pat Bev, bro, you've been in the league a decade, man. Right. It was. It's just I see the memes and they're hilarious, but it's just watching the actual clip pisses me off as a basketball fan because. <laughs> There's a saying, act like you've been there before, especially if you have. Right, right. Like, he was a game from the finals with the Rockets. He went to conference semis with the Clippers. He's been there.
4: What are you doing, homie? Did you see him on Sports Center wearing that fucking robe and everything this morning? There might have been yesterday. He's, I don't know.
3: He's so just. He thinks he's fucking Dwayne Wade. He always
4: has. And he's just
3: never been a – he's always been a great defensive player, an instigator, getting inside the other team's head. But, like, listen, now you're going up against jaw, bro. Right. Like, you're dead in the the fucking water. Okay, so now that we've got our um, brackets, let's just kind of go over it. I figure we could start in the East. Both of our teams are there. Um, so let's just go ahead and start with the number one seed. Congratulations. Um, so Miami versus the eight seed, which is now in my opinion, it's going to be Cleveland, but you've got Atlanta. So I do have differing predictions, uh, depending on the opponent. So if we, if you, you'd see Atlanta versus Miami, I have Miami in five. If, um, it's Cleveland, I've got Miami in six, I think. The way I think Cleveland matches up well against um, Miami, I think they defend incredibly well at the perimeter, um, and their guard play is incredible. And they've got the rookie of the year. Spoilers, spoilers. Okay. But Evan Mobley's the fucking rookie of the year. He's going to be an All NBA player within five years. Um, that kid is fucking incredible. Um, and I, I I called it at the draft. I said that he should be the number one pick because he's going to be a generational talent. And then they went, and then uh, the uh, Pistons went Kate Cunningham, which I still don't agree with. But you know what? It's okay. We got the the Bulls <laughs> got the better point guard in the draft anyway.
4: Um, <clears throat> what do you think, Jake? I think that he he in five regardless of who wins that. Okay. Game. I can see it. Um, I, I mean, I like Cleveland better than I like Atlanta, but I still mm-hmm. – I could see them going six, but – I think I, I think, I think the first game – here's how I think the game, the,
3: the games will shake out with this series. Uh, this is really the only series that I've broken down like this. Um, just because I bet on Cleveland so much this year and whenever they would go up against Miami, like they were great fucking games. Um, And now, I know that Miami wasn't always 100% for those games, so it is a little bit of a different situation. But um, I think Miami blows Cleveland out in the first game. Just 25 to 40 points. Huge blowout. Um, But at the end of the game, I think you see Jimmy and Bam, you know, joke around on the bench, and Cleveland hates seeing that. They come back in game two. They win game two first game in cleveland cleveland wins and then the next three games just not even close miami takes it um i do think that um cleveland punches miami in the mouth if they get to miami that's i don't i don't have any breakdown for atlanta because i don't think they're very good um i don't either i uh, think
4: they're trey young gets hot that's all they got yeah they are um
3: They're the Clippers. You know, they've got one player who can do something for them right now.
2: Um,
3: And that's not enough in the playoffs. It's bare. It's barely enough in the play in and it might not be enough. It was enough last year for the Hawks. And then they went and they beat the Knicks because they played the Knicks. Um, (laughs) uh, All that team has ever done is crumble in the playoffs. Um, So, yeah, I think I think. Obviously, we're both in agreement. Miami moves on to the second round of the playoffs. So we move on to Philadelphia versus Toronto. Um, this is going to be a wild fucking series because, for me, James Harden has not been a positive for this team since he got there. Um, he has gotten in – he's gotten in, in Embiid's way. Um, yeah, in a I, different, I think the first, in, in a, first
4: that he was there was good, but since then it hasn't been hasn't been great. He's, he's
3: also – we're also getting to the point where we need to have the conversation. James Harden ain't James Harden anymore. Um, yeah. When he's having these, you know, three for 17 nights, he's not fucking James Harden anymore. Right. You can't put him in that top rung. But you know who who you can still put in that top run, who we'll get to in a minute, is Kyrie Irving. (laughs) Um, But uh, I think this is a back and forth. Every single game is close. But this time,
4: Philly wins in seven. Yeah, I've also got Philly in seven. I think that could be the most interesting series in the (laughs) East. I just think um, with –
3: what toronto has brought with their young players like scotty barnes
4: mm-hmm. mainly
3: just scotty barnes but scotty um, barnes definitely could be rookie of the year him or um, so i yeah i have a little interesting thing about the awards when we get to them all
2: right um
3: but yeah but yeah i i think i think philly and seven i think they're clearly the strongest team uh in that series um but you know it's it's also doc rivers in the playoffs it's, fucking, it's a fucking <laughs> coin flip, man. So I think I think regardless, this game goes seven. But I think it's Philly just because I think Embiid can bully that uh, that front court. I they, they don't really have anybody that can match up with um, Embiid. You can put Pascal on him, but Pascal's too skinny. He's just going to get overpowered. So I think it's right. Philly uh, in seven. I think mm-hmm. they just pull away in the fourth quarter of that game seven. Um, so, speaking of Kyrie Irving, the play-in seventh seed winners, Brooklyn Nets, travel to Boston for what could be the most electric series of this first round. You've got a healthy Kevin Durant. You've got a playable Kyrie Irving. You've got a mascot, Ben Simmons. <laughs> You've got, on the other side, Jason Tatum, who deserves MVP votes this year. He's not in the top five, but he deserves a top ten finish in that race. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. I think there's a white guy on the team. It's Boston. There's always a white guy. (laughs) Um, But I I think you're going to see the matchup just be this. Tatum versus Katie. Brown versus Kyrie. Who can fucking score the most points between those four guys? Um, who you got, Jake? I almost
4: want to take Brooklyn in that series. I, I can't get myself to do it. I think it'll go seven games, though. But I I've think got Brooklyn in seven. What's up? I've got Brooklyn in seven. You've got Brooklyn in seven? I've got the Celtics in seven, but I could definitely Listen, here's in seven. where I think – it. I, I think at the end
3: of the day – championship experience wins out in this series. Right. KD's a what? two-time NBA champion, three-time NBA champion. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's got a ring. Uh, Kyrie won
4: that ring. Is Kyrie going to be able to play the whole time or no? Yes, he can play in New York now. Okay. So yeah, I I, I could see Brooklyn winning it. I don't know. Um, it'll be it'll be tight. Full,
3: full-time full-time Kyrie and KD versus the 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 most the closest championship experience that this team has is going to the conference finals and losing Game Seven to um, LeBron and the Cavs when Jason Tatum was a rookie. Like mm-hmm. you know, the writing's been on the wall for this team to make the next step, and the only person on that team who has taken any steps is Jason Tatum. So yeah. I just think at the end of the day, Brooklyn is the better team, and they win out. Um, and then if. If you're ready, if you had any, no more points, we can move on to um, my least favorite series of the playoffs.
4: <laughs> Let's go ahead.
3: All right, Bulls versus is the defending, the reigning, <laughs> defending heavyweight champions of the world.
4: The, the fucking bucks, man. <laughs> um, I feel like that's the worst matchup that the Bulls could have drawn. Honestly. Like at least you know, that was reasonable. It's
3: scary because, like, obviously our backcourt is going to dominate this series.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, in the back, in the backcourt, but the problem is, if mid range, if the mid range icon isn't hitting on nineteen of <laughs> twenty, and you know Caruso's threes aren't going, and Ios threes aren't going, and Zach can't get going. Then you got to rely on the bigs. And I use very large, like, foam finger-sized air quotes when I say bigs. Um, we have – so the Bulls, just to break it down, their top three big men for this series, Nikolai Vucevic. Woo! He's great. All-star. He's an offensively great player. Moving on. Um, Because that's where it ends. He cannot defend me, let alone fucking Giannis. Um, Then you've got the return of him. The one and only Patrick Williams. He's back. And that's huge because he is a great defensive player. Then, Then after that, it's Tristan Thompson. Tony Bradley, it's it's fucking rough, you know? Then you've got fucking Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Giannis, the MVP. Um, it's fucking rough. It looks like Milwaukee is just, just going to fucking mop the floor with the Bulls.
4: Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but that's what it's about. How welcome. do you have this I... game playing out? <laughs> for this series playing out. I've got it going. I've got it going six. I hope the Bulls can make it go six though, because I can see it getting ugly, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um what I've got the Bucks winning, obviously.
3: And I have got your reigning defending champions winning in six.
4: <laughs> winning in how many? Six, six, yeah, yeah. I would love to see um, the Bulls. No,
3: come on. Can, can the Bulls, as a Bulls fan, can the Bulls win this series? Fuck yes, absolutely.
4: They can. They just have to be
3: fucking on. The, has to be on. the has one to thing be on. that sucks. The one thing about sucks about the Bulls going to these playoffs is DeMar is not MVP DeMar anymore. Right. Um. He has not. Um. Apart from that Clippers game where he. Drop fifty, and that's how many we needed him to score to win the game against the the Clippers. Um, he really hasn't been that guy, and he needs to turn that the fuck on. If we're gonna yeah, they're gonna chance. need a couple of those games
4: I, out of him. I think
3: shot. if the Bulls if the Bulls win this series, then they get either Brooklyn or Boston, and I can think I think that they can win that series because Brooklyn is not a scary team in the post, and neither is Boston which means right. it comes down to the back court scoring going up against Kyrie and KD or um, Tatum. And I think that that's a matchup that not necessarily favors the Bulls, but gives them uh, a much cleaner route than, um, you know, being the the one seed and having to possibly go through um, Joel Embiid or Miami. So um, – yeah. Uh, I I think that the Bulls can. I just don't think that they will this year. I said from the very beginning that I thought that this team was going to be very, very fun. And when they started going fast, I said, we're playing with house money. So, made the playoffs.
4: winning. I wish they would have made a move for a big man before the trade deadline.
3: But, see, the problem was at the time that every single team that we talked to wanted uh, Patrick back. And the Bulls, as- thankfully, and smart, very. It was a very smart move to not do the move because um, he could very well become the next. I don't know. Uh, people have him, you know, as high up as like a Ka- a Kawhi, just because of the way he plays his game. Yeah. Um, but um, moving on to the West, you know, let's start with the the one seat over there as well. Um, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, killed it again this year, even better this year, because they didn't even have Chris Paul and Devin Booker the whole season, and they won, like, 30 more games. Uh, (laughs) That's fucking absurd. uh, They just killed it all year. Uh, And um, whoever the eighth seed is going to be, doesn't matter. Uh, No, it's a sweep regardless. I don't necessarily believe a sweep. I think maybe they get caught up one game on the road. Uh, but to, but easily, to... easily five, easily five. Uh, I will just – quick spoilies. Um, I have no sweeps in the playoffs in the first round. Yeah. Um, um, but I don't think there's really much to talk about in the Phoenix series, just like I don't think there's much to talk about in the, in the two-seeded series. So we um. can just jump right there. Um, Memphis versus Minnesota. Once again, congratulations to Minnesota for making the playoffs for just the second time in 18 years and making it in a dogfight out west. They really earned this spot. However, Memphis and five. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, i on
4: that one.
3: John Morant became a legend this year um, already. Um, I think that he will garner real consideration and surprise a lot of people in the MVP vote. Cause I don't think people really have him. Like I think people talk about having them, having him in their top five, but I don't think anybody actually has the balls to do it. Um, but I think he's going to surprise people in the voting. I think he's going to finish really high um, maybe second. Um, I think he's going to leapfrog a couple guys, but he's just, he's been incredible and you know um Great moves by the front office. Um, getting Steven Adams in the in the in the front court to defend that rim. Like he and to basically be your jaw defender too. Like anytime there's any kind of scuffle, he just gets in the way. And you're right. not getting past Steven Adams. He's a fucking tree. <laughs> um but yeah, I just think I think that series is gonna be really quick. It could be a sweep, but I think it goes five. Um, just again, because Memphis is so young, um, I think they slip up a game and then get pissed off and dominate. Right. The it's last hard. Game. It's
4: hard to fucking sweep a the in the playoffs. But oh, yeah, absolutely. I've also got them probably five. Um, um, I don't think there's much. It's to hard. It's hard to like, it, two seeds seeds though. It's hard to you know even
3: win four games in a row in the regular season, let alone against the same team. Right. So, um, but yeah, I I think very clearly Memphis and five um, and then, you know, we jump back up to the top half of the bracket, Dallas versus Utah. Um, I think this is Lucas' year. He breaks through. Uh, he has gone head-to-head with Kawhi and it's basically been a two-on-one handicap match for two seasons in a row in the playoffs. The Clippers even tanked to get... Dallas last year both series go seven games Luka legend Luka mania is running wild um and I think that it's going to run wild on all of you this year because uh Dallas in seven I think Luka hits three game winners he is putting his face He's putting his face decal right in front of, like, Giannis and LeBron. He's like, no, motherfucker, this is my league now. He's going to take <laughs> him by storm. I think he does that, and then they really push Phoenix in the second round.
4: Um, yeah, I've got I'm Dallas. all
3: over um, Dallas. Down.
4: For the same reasons, Luca. I'm just going to run all over him, I think. But I've got him in six, and they could do some fucking damage whoever they're playing. Oh absolutely, because I think they go, go from there they go
3: to the Phoenix. So I think that would be a really yeah, fun I matchup. Think I, think I think that's
4: because I don't think anybody
0: beats
3: no, Phoenix. no, not not, not in a seven it, game series. I, I think that this I honestly think the playoffs are already over. But I thought that last year <laughs> about the Suns and then they ended up slipping up in the finals. So we will have to just yeah. let these play out. But right now I it's tough seeing any team beating Phoenix, but if any team in the West is gonna push Phoenix I like Dallas to do it. Yeah, um, I agree. So we move to the final matchup in the West, the three-seeded Golden State Warriors against the Denver Nuggets. Um, I don't like the Nuggets in this series, man. I really <laughs> don't like the Nuggets in this series. I have Golden State in six, but I could see it in five or four. Really? Um, I do not like the Nuggets in this series. I don't um, like
4: them either, but I just think the fact that they've got Jokic, I think it'll be at least uh,
3: it, at least. You know, it's series. it's really
4: going to depend on how
3: well Draymond can defend for and stay out of foul trouble and watch the technicals for seven games. Um, if he is able to play Draymond level defense without getting into foul trouble and not making stupid technicals. I think they win this series pretty easily, but I still think it goes six. Yeah. My um, take is six. So,
4: I think six games.
3: Yeah. Um, so that's the first round. Um, so as it stands, if our predictions were to go through, I think I think we were pretty much in agreement with most of the games. For the most part, yeah. So it would be Miami versus Philly in the second round, Bucks versus Brooklyn, maybe Boston. Um, and then in the West, it would be Phoenix versus Dallas, and then Golden State versus Memphis, which is a series I am creaming my pants for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a seven gamer for sure. Oh, that can we just play that ninety nine times in a row? Best out of a hundred. <laughs> Let's go.
2: Um.
3: And then uh, lastly, with the NBA, I just kind of wanted to go through the awards. There was one award that I didn't do because I completely forgot to. Um, wait, did I forget to? No, I got it. Okay. I, I thought I forgot Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, so I'm going to – so the, what I did with, uh, with my awards, you know, we've got MVP, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man, Coach of the Year, and Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. What I did was I gave my pick and who I think the media is going to pick. Okay, So for MVP, I have Joel Embiid. Um, I think he was the best player in the league this year. He's a top three seed in the East. He deserves to be rewarded with the MVP. However, I think media is leaning Jokic. And I think it'll be Jokic or Giannis who wins. And I think Joel could get royally fucked. Yeah, and, I went uh, with
4: I went Jokic just because I think that's who's gonna fucking get it. Uh, personally, I would vote for Giannis though. Just the way he Giannis came on had at the an, end of the year. he like, had an awesome last month, and it pissed me off so much because <laughs> this
3: is supposed to be the year that Embiid gets that award, and he's like, yeah. and, and I feel so bad for him honestly because he's just like, what the fuck do I have to do? Right?
0: <laughs> I'm the first.
3: I'm the first center. To average 30 points a game, oh, what was the – who was the player? I think it was fucking Kareem.
4: Probably, Like, he yeah. was the
3: first player in like... – so that means Shaquille O'Neal never averaged 30 points a game in a season. That's crazy. That means Tim Duncan never averaged 30 points a game in, in a single season, even in his MVP season. Joel MVP – you know what? Fuck it. Joel MVP, um, he deserves it, and I really want him to see it because, like, can you think of a better guy? Like, just like – when I say better guy, like a better guy for the league media-wise to win the oh, fucking absolutely. MVP than Joel absolutely. MVP. I would love to the see most, I, I, He's, like, the most, most I think likable superstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Jokic wins it, but, you know, and I, I think – you know, for like through the middle of the year, Jokic was the MVP. Um, at At one point in the year, I think there were like six MVPs this year. You just can't award <laughs> them all. De- Demar Derozan was the MVP of the at, at one point for like, he was, yeah. for like two months. He was the, <laughs> he was playing like the best player in the league, and it was incredible. Then it then it tapered off, which is fine. He had his time, and it was awesome. Uh, and, and like he. he like he had, he got the spotlight at the All Star Game. He got all this attention, and it's great, you know. But you know, I, I think you had Demar, you had um, Joel, you had Jokic, you had Giannis, and you had um, Ja. I
2: mm-hmm. forgetting anybody? I
3: think those are the five that were you know, the there all the year. The yeah, so that's where I have the MVP going, and then um, we move over to the Rookie of the Year. I've got Evan Mobley. Um, I think he is already a fucking superstar, and he's fucking the driving force behind Cleveland, making the goddamn playoffs, possibly. Possibly. (laughs) They still have to win against Atlanta. TBD, we will find out soon if they can win that game. But – and then I think media-wise, I think they go Mobley. I think they recognize – what he did, but then I think you also look at Scotty Barnes, and you know mm-hmm. they're the fifth seed, they're the five seed. That's, you know
4: that's what made he, me go with Scotty Barnes, just because they're they're actually in the playoffs, in the playoffs, eight, like a number five seed right. could actually do something. Exactly. Um,
3: yeah. So and then we move on over to sixth man of the year. Um, no
4: question here.
3: I think one hundred percent it's Tyler
4: Hero. Um, Absolutely, like, I don't think it's the close. Is, He's averaged twenty-one points, five boards, four assists. I think, like, yeah, dude. <laughs> there's no argument.
3: um All I can hope is that he gets real cold in the playoffs, and <laughs> we meet you in the conference finals, and. Him missing shots is what gets us to the finals. That's the only thing I can hope for. I would absolutely
4: love to see the Heat and Bulls in the Conference Finals.
3: I don't think it happens this year. I think maybe we see it uh, next year. Maybe we see it the year prior uh, or later. Yeah. Yeah. That would be this year. Um, (laughs) uh, So, Coach of the Year, this one's not even close either. Second year in a row, Monty Williams, best coach in the league. It's not close. No
4: no question about it. You went from 40-plus wins – to sixty plus wins, with some of your best players not even playing half of the time, with it's the like, cornerstones
3: of your franchise out for chunks of the year, yeah. you won sixty plus games. <laughs> Monty Williams, here's your crown. You're the best coach in the league. Um, and then defensive player of the year, um, I go Michael Bridges. Okay. Uh, I want the guards to get recognition for defensive player of the year again. And I had
4: did you say you had Marcus Smart? I had Marcus Smart. I had. See, there the, we go. I had him and Bam, and Bam was just purely because I'm being biased. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Media-wise, media wise, just because uh, they fucking love him, I went Giannis. Okay. And I, I don't even think he's been that spectacular on defense this year. It's just, there you go. Like, here's another award. It's,
2: right. Uh, sorry we
3: couldn't give you the MVP but here's defensive player something. of the year <laughs> that's you know kind of how i see that shaking out um
2: yeah.
3: and then that's really all i've got for the nba we you know we've got the playoffs starting um this week um it's exciting then we've got the, real the draft quick, and what's your
4: finals picks
3: right now probably the one seeds okay and same. it's such a fucking it's such a fucking goober pick but like <laughs> I just I can see I can see the Bucks going on another run. Yeah, I can but see. But at it. the same time I can also see the Nets going on a fucking ridiculous run. Just cuz you know, it's the Nets fucking making it all the way. They could. The fucking they could. They're so goddamn good. They, they very could. much could. But <laughs> I think that it's going to be the heat. I think it's going to be Phoenix. And then I think Phoenix wins in six. Um, as of as of right now, we still need to see how these teams play when the right. lights are on bright. Primetime players make primetime plays. You know the line. <laughs> you got to see how these guys play under pressure this year because it's another year. What happened last year doesn't fucking matter. It does not matter that Giannis scored 50 points in game six and – that's the only reason he won the MVP. Still, Chris got fucking screwed. If it wasn't for that one fifty point game. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I you know I could see three teams in the East winning. I could see one team in the West winning. That's kind yeah, of how you handicap
4: Phoenix. I, I just know.
3: think that's how you can handicap these playoffs because I just there's nobody out west that, mm-hmm. that can that can push them. I think that the, the Dallas can push Phoenix, and I think Golden State can push Phoenix, but I don't think either one of them can beat them in a seven-game series.
4: No, and I agree.
3: No disrespect intended, I don't think that Miami has a chance to do it either. I don't either. If, it's any, team, if any team is going to do it out of the East, it's going to be Miami. They're the most finals-ready team, in my opinion, but I still don't see it happening. I agree. I
4: say, I say, say that six. I, don't think I say you have a shot at it, but yeah, I would say I six to
3: seven games. I think it's another good series. Um, but I think that Chris Paul finally gets his ring. I think Devin Booker's the Finals MVP. Um, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Aiton's come comes out of nowhere and wins the MVP. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's I think it's Phoenix. I think it's their year. I would agree. And then um, bring the boys back in, because we're going to talk a little golf.
1: A little golf.
0: Oh, shit. That was, oh, that, was, yeah. that, was that was our cue to get back into it. I fucking whew, just about took a nap. Not taking away anything from the boys' fantastic basketball coverage. But here we are. The Masters tournament just happened. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, boys, uh, I don't think any of us bet that he was going to win. Uh, we should have because he is by far the world's number one golfer as we sit right now.
3: Um, I actually have a rundown on uh, on Scotty. Just wanted to go through it real quick. It's pretty yeah, fucking impressive. Like, he is – you know, he's – It's his season is not as impressive as Tiger's Tiger Slam season. So, Christian, just shh. He is on a Tiger-esque run right now. So far this season, 13 events, four wins, tops in the PGA. Seven top tens, tops in the PGA. Nine top 20s, tops in the PGA. First in wins, first in earnings.
2: Um,
3: World number one, official world golf number one rank. Um, In his short career, he has earned just over $17 million in earnings. Ten of that has been won this season. And also, just lastly, um, he has an average score of 69.1.
0: Nice. 69. That is very nice. Another thing we can't take away from just what Scotty Scheffler is doing on the links on the golf course is just how genuine of a dude this motherfucker is. Uh, yeah. with, when they were, they did an interview with them and they're like, so what are you going to do tonight? You know, if you win the masters, what are you going to do? He's like, Oh, I don't know. Probably go home, have dinner with my wife and watch the office. Like, well, what the fuck? Like this dude, like you can go out and get fucking drunk or have a fucking party. You just to go home with your <laughs> wife. Like what a square peg, humble motherfucker, dude. Like he's a he's genuine like- good dude. He's like, listen, I've been with the boys all weekend. I'm going to go hang out with the lady. <laughs> yeah, He's just like, I'm, I'm just going to go home. Like, I'm going to take my fucking green jacket and go the fuck home. I'll hang it up. Uh, I'll fucking take the dogs for a walk around the park, and then I'll, I'll pay my power bill, and then we'll watch The Office. <laughs> like, what in the fuck? <laughs> the most down-to-earth motherfucker I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Yeah. That's what I do. He probably I got cats. He, probably, he
3: probably still lives in a super small town in Texas. He's just gonna. He has to. He has to physically drop off the check in the drop box for his water bill. <laughs> he, he,
0: he's part of the fucking county board. He's he's up at the fucking meeting on Tuesdays talking about the overgrown brush in the park. He's
3: he's got a fucking post office box. He doesn't even have a fucking mailbox.
0: <laughs> he's like uh, letting his neighbor borrow a fucking wheelbarrow. Fucking oh, let me go right there and help him lay some brick, motherfucker. I'm Scotty Sheffield, the world's number one. Let me come fucking. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll mow your yard.
3: Motherfucker. You will pull
0: some weeds this weekend.
3: <laughs> Scotty's Scotty knocks on the door. Hey, can I borrow a cup of flour?
0: <laughs> Wife's baking a pie. No, he he, he the, the more I was looking into him, dude. Good for good. him and good for the sport of golf, dude. Yeah. For just having the I mean, he's what is he? He's only like 25, right? He's
2: yeah, 25. He's really
0: That's if he can keep it up, dude, like that's that's a superstar. That's a real good face for golf right now, man. Just like this fucking common dude that just plays golf and goes the fuck home with his wife, like that. He, that's just good. I, that that's wholesome. You know what I mean?
1: I agree. So the like the, this run that he's on, it's the only thing that has been remotely comparable to what tiger did in the tiger slam year. So and it in that when that happened, tiger's larger than life, right? Like the Michael Jordan of golf, he's he's the best to ever do it. It's not a debate. Fuck Jack Nicholas. I don't care. Okay. (laughs) Not fuck him, but like Tiger is the best golfer ever. Okay, Yes, So agreed. When Tiger, when Tiger did what he did, it was a completely different vibe, right? Like that right. was something that, like, if I ran into that guy out in public, he wouldn't like, he wouldn't engage with us, he wouldn't do any of that. Scotty's no. just a down home dude yep. that just loves people and he loves golf and loves his fucking wife and he loves the office.
2: You so.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's what super. Cool I, what team. I really love about him, I just love that. Like, he's just a. This is why I love the PGA. It's just a bunch of fucking good old boys playing a game and hanging out. It's just a good fucking vibe, and, and especially now that Bryson's gone for a few weeks, Fuck it's him. fucking great. Let's go. It's it's fucking great when you've got guys like Bryson who just jerk off to their their yardage. And um, that's really the only one. Uh, you got fucking Sergio, who just whines that, every time it fuck, every time he gets man, a fucking fuck gust. Him. Oh fuck these conditions! I have. It's win. Listen to me, listen to me real quick.
1: <laughs> listen to me, real quick. I have nothing against Spanish people, but that motherfucker makes <laughs> me want to hate. Him.
3: Every, like every him, time John, John Rom, you got guys face. like John Rom and fucking Sergio and Bryson, John and then you guys, then you've got guys too. like fucking JT, and okay, JT and Ricky aren't in the same class, but they're the same kind of dude. They're just yeah. good dudes. JT, Ricky, fucking Scotty, Brooksy, he's kind of a prick, but he's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like my kind of asshole, okay? So, Bryson the, is not my kind of asshole, because he's no, just Bry- a fucking frat boy.
1: Yeah, he's an asshole. He's like a legitimate asshole. Yeah. But the the one thing that I'll say with this run that Scotty's on right now, like we need to pump the brakes on the absolutely comparisons. Like, No, comparisons are dumb, man. I, I know. But they did the same shit with Colin Morikawa two years ago.
2: Hmm. All, right? he, All won- he did
3: was win one major. Yep.
1: Now he's won he two, won, which is won. great. He's won two majors. That's great. And he's 25, 26 as well. He's a super young guy. He's a good dude as well. I have nothing against right. Colin. I love watching Colin play golf. He's the best yes. iron player in golf, but Pretty close. But yeah, it, but as soon as he won that first major and it was like, Oh, Colin's going to go on this amazing run. And then he just shit the bed.
3: Yeah. Like, remember when Rory was going to go on that run and we're still yeah, waiting for it. You
1: remember when Jordan Spieth was going to go on the run. You remember when Justin Thomas was going to go on the run. You Remember when Brooks was going to go on the run. Like, it's a different era everyone's good you're yes. not like this this is the only time that this has happened since tiger p- was in his prime
2: mm-hmm. so
1: like what he's doing is fucking incredible it, it's, yeah man like it's something that you're probably not going to see again for another
3: generation of golfers no and like, he'll never do it again
1: no no um,
3: it, he well, he may this reason...
1: may like his storybook year like it's going to be a hell of a
3: year for him. He's I mean, not this season, down. just just this season, could get him into the Hall of Fame.
2: <laughs> but like, he wins another major. For me, yeah,
3: for me, I think that you look at him. You look at the tournaments. The four tournaments that he has won are all four tournaments that you want to fucking win. He won Scottsdale. He won the Arnold. He won the WGC. And he won the fucking Masters. He's not just winning, but he's winning, like, the best tournaments to win. Yeah, and, then, and 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 the Arnold Palmer was a fucking disaster this year. Yeah, that's some shit. And he still fucking won. The only reason I bring Tiger's name up in the same breath is because no one has had this vibe of, like, that, that I remember. And I've always been a casual golfer until now, or a golf fan until now that I've noticed uh, just like the vibe around him is just like you people just expect him to win every week right now.
2: Yeah. And I haven't,
3: I haven't even like heard of that since tiger. So that's the only reason I bring him up is because he's the only person who's been that dominant before. Cause yeah. you don't count Jack, you don't count Arnold because you know, they were playing three guys that were great. They were, they were, they were still great uh, other great golfers, but it was, a lot fewer. Now you've got 50 incredible fucking golfers that can all do the same shit. It's hard to yeah, fucking
1: win. Any, any given week, anyone can win. That's it. Like, that Masters tournament is so hard to pick because it's the hardest course. It's it, it, – Tyrrell Hatton said it, it after he missed the cut. He was like, this golf course isn't fair. Like, at times, it's – at times, it's too hard. Like, and, like, that's just part of it. But, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just – I'm super impressed with Scotty, and I'm – Yeah, dude. I'm over the moon for him because he deserves it. He's playing out of his ass. And anyone that was shitting on him about being the number one golfer in the world at such a young age is a fucking asshole. Like, it's – They can suck it.
0: If,
1: if, if anyone, I mean, anyone that reaches – Anyone that reaches that – at any time deserves it.
3: Yeah, you don't even you don't John Romm, fuck him. But like he even deserved it. He was fucking yeah, playing around in this thing, world.
1: Like, exactly.
3: <laughs> also, so, for the record, um, Scotty has already surpassed John Romm's number one ranking of winnings in just thirteen events. Yeah, because he's a shit from back. last year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, I.
1: Congrats to Scotty. Let's move on to the other fucking elephant in the room, right?
3: So, So, listen. Like, Tiger, this is where I – here's how I feel about the Tiger comeback story. This is like the introduction. This is the table of contents to what we're going to see. He – Oh, yeah. Didn't have a leg 14 months ago. He was done forever. He was never going to play again. Yep. Everyone he just made the fucking cut. Agreed. And he just made the fucking – listen, I said he was going to come back. I legitimately did not think it was going to be this fast. I know. Because he should right. not have been able to come back this fast. No. Also, I just was- I just
0: want to quote Kyle here. Uh, CJ, you are smoking crack if you think Tiger's <laughs> coming back to play this early. Uh, yep. That's a quote. That is a quote that happened in the group chat. So, yeah,
2: and it, it should have.
0: No, you, you, should. you're exactly right. This is this is an anomaly that Tiger fucking Woods what was it, four, 17 months ago had his leg basically liquefied in a automobile.
1: Nine days.
0: Yeah, he he had his leg liquefied. About lost his life. At the minimum, should have lost his leg. Came back. He played in the PNC with Charlie. He was able to be in a cart. We watched some of the PNC. We thought, you know, he looked good. He's striking the ball good. But, you know, Jesus Christ, he can't fucking walk a whole course yet. We hear the rumor that he's flying from Juniper, Florida, to Augusta to play. His private jet's there. We saw the videos, him coming back and playing. I don't give a fuck. He was one under after the first day. 17 months removed from having his leg basically be a sack of mush and he was one under guaranteed to make the cut.
1: Listen, this I I'm the biggest Tiger Woods fan you're ever going to meet. Like it's it's really hard to meet somebody that's a bigger Tiger fan than I am. This this is outside of what he did coming back from the back for the fourth time and winning what four tournaments and winning a Masters almost winning a a British open. He came in second at the British. This is the, it's the second best comeback of all time. (laughs) Like I, I know that he didn't win the tournament and I know that he had an atrocious last two days. That's not the point. The point is that like, like Kyle said, this is the precursor. This is the introduction to what's coming next. And right before we got on this zoom call, uh, I got a bleacher report update that he has already submitted his ticket for the open or for the U S open. So he, that doesn't mean that he's going to play that his status is still t- TBD, um, but he has the option to play or decline. So if, if we're going off what we saw this past weekend, which was just – it was just great to sit and watch him all weekend. Like, mm-hmm. I knew he wasn't going to win the tournament, but I watched every shot he played.
0: But by God, um, did we bet on him to win? Fuck yeah, we did. Lost, <laughs> lost
1: some money on that. One. But that's yeah, fine. It's that's fine. It's Tiger.
0: Totally fine.
1: So, it, if we're going off what we've seen previously up to this point, if he's throwing his hat in the ring this early, it's—I, it's pretty good odds <laughs> that he's going to play.
3: So I I, did you guys? Sorry,
1: um, he's he's definitely going to play in the British Open. Like yes. that, that's a that's a foregone conclusion, right? He's definitely going to play there. I think if he plays in the U.S. Open again, it, it could go either way. It could be the same as the Masters. It could it could go a completely different direction. He could win the whole fucking thing. It's this dude's an anomaly. Like there, there's no other athlete on earth that could have
3: came back and
1: done what he's done twice
3: so so to put this into perspective i listened to an interview with uh, sir nick faldo um and those lat those second those the, the championship days he was in some of the most some of the most excruciating pain he's ever been in in his life and he played through it and it's because he loves the masters so much and he loved being out there but you know, he he asked him. He said, "How are you doing?" Like with walking the course, he's going. Oh, my feet are killing me because uh, that that course is so fucking up and down hilly that it was just there's So those hills are so steep, and it was just killing him and killing him. But then they started talking. Now he ha- they they brought up um, that he said that he's going to play in the open, and Nick was like, "Oh, he'll be fine on that course because it's fucking straight, completely flat." A, yeah. He will be able to walk that like like a dream. But going back to whenever it was announced that he was on his private jet headed to Augusta, that was when I was like, oh, he's playing. Immediately, yeah. I was like, oh, he's – immediately, I thought to myself, I didn't bring myself to say it. I just couldn't. I didn't want to jinx it because I really wanted him to play. Obviously, yeah. I really wanted him to play. I just don't want him to re-injure himself, and then we have to wait, like, another year to see Tiger again. Yeah. I want him to be very smart about this – and he has been, but um, like when when I initially thought he was going to play was one of that first time that you, we got the thing, it's like, oh, he's going there. Okay, so he's at least been walking a lot of courses and playing a lot of golf to, to have enough confidence to to even want to go try and play there. And then he, he came back. And when he came back, that's when I, I was just like, okay, he's definitely – that there, there's no way he's not playing. And then when he called the press conference, it was a done deal. He was not going to call a press conference to say, I'm not playing. That, no, that he, was he not going to be a thing. Tweet. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like exactly. There
3: so are, I, I just, he's just fucking incredible, man. Like to play through that much fucking pain for a tournament, you know, you're not going to win after two days. He knew he wasn't, he, he knew that he was going to have to go really low to win on Thursday or on Saturday and Sunday. He he probably had a good idea that he wasn't going to win, but to go through that much pain to finish the tournament, to prove that you can fucking do this still, it's just fucking incredible. And like people, like people who aren't Tiger people, are going to be like, oh, you know, he had a, he shot a seventy-eight on the last day. Yeah, what the fuck. He's is? also fourteen. He's For also. Shit. 14 months removed from, from being a
0: fucking Weeble Wobble, bro. His like, leg was in a bag, it was in a Ziploc bag. Like, what the fuck are we doing?
2: Yeah, it was like, uh,
3: uh, I just don't get it. Like, how you can't respect, like, not not just respect, but love what he is doing. Like, he just, it's, uh, he could have, he never has to play again.
0: I was, no. uh, Oh. I was trolling on Twitter, uh Dave Portnoy at Barstool Sports was talking about how he fucking uh he wasn't a tiger guy and he didn't fucking understand all the fucking the, the tiger getting the recognition that he was calling him a fucking scumbag for you know the 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 infidelity shit and you know the, the pill what? problem and th- yeah yeah look up look up Dave Portnoy's rant on Tiger Dave Dave yeah.
4: fucking Portnoy
3: was, I like was about to ask shit. you guys
0: about
4: that because I saw that same fucking yeah, rant.
0: yeah. He Give so it- so I follow uh foreplay, which is on which is a the the golf side of Barstool that I, I'm pretty much into like I, I I like the content they put out there. And Riggs went on there and uh, kind of defended Tiger, like you know he came back from all this injury. And golf is a fucking incredibly hard sport, and the perseverance and the things like that. And Dave's like, well, I just think he's a fucking scumbag and. You know, Dave's just, also
1: a piece of shit, so it doesn't really hold any weight.
0: No, but that's <laughs> no. what I'm saying. Yeah, it, Dave giving Dave even giving
3: like fucking Harvey Weinstein shit is going too far. Dave is a fucking scumbag who has cases of his own against against him. Yeah. Why was he saying that about anybody?
0: He, he, he was. I mean, his it, point was it's, he's no motherfucker. Tiger's a fucking now. hero, man. Yeah. It, it, it's it's just him trying to quite be controversial, I guess. But it came across as yeah. incredibly I mean, tone deaf, as far as yes. not not understanding the thing. Like it's it's one thing. Like well, when I was in high school, I didn't give a shit about golf. I didn't play golf. Thought it was fucking stupid. I didn't fucking care. And as I grew older and started playing it a little bit and learned to respect the game. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, Tiger Woods having personal problems and things like that. Like, that to me, like, oh, he, ha- he has issues. He has problems. Oh, he's fucking human? Oh, holy shit. The, the, the best golfer of all time is fucking human. I can kind of fucking relate to that. And for for Dave and for the whole entire barstool thing uh, being like, oh, well, you know, fuck Tiger Woods or shit like that. It's just you, you can't be a fan of sport and a fan of stories like that and say comments like that, I mean, you just really can't, it, it, but you it, know,
4: you just can't. whole thing is to be a bunch of fucking degenerates. So how are they yeah. going to talk? Like, shit?
3: Here's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here,
2: yeah.
3: Here's the thing about that, about them. All they've ever done, their whole fucking platform is, Oh, if we say something really fucking stupid, people will fucking talk about it. And that's their mm-hmm. whole fucking business model. And good for them. So, it's getting them a lot of money and a lot <laughs> of shit. but yeah. they've, but, you know what? They've also cultivated the worst culture in the history of sports fandom ever. Mm.
1: Uh, well, so here's, here's the, here's the bad part. The 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 contradictory is ridiculous because the golf side of Barstool, foreplay, are all massive Tiger guys.
2: Yeah, 100%. Every, every one yeah. of them.
1: Every one of them love Tiger. Like, they, they've all said that, like, you know, like, if you had a choice between – Playing around with Tiger or getting like a two-hour interview with Rory, they would play one round with Tiger and not talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like they, so all all this shit is ju- it's just bullshit.
0: Yeah, it, it's literally just it's just a, hey, bu- a a bunch of hoopla, and like I don't know, like I'm not fucking, but I'm not a big Portnoy. Hater, I guess to say, even going too granular on it, but just you gotta know that's one of like your fucking foreplay, like you just said, as a bunch of fucking tiger dudes, and you're on here shitting with it, like yeah, you're it, it backfired big, especially on Twitter when people are like, dude, that's Tiger fucking Woods. Oh, yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, like where? Who the fuck? Who the fuck are you, you. motherfucker? Like it, 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 it to it would be like if he went after like Michael Jordan. Or he went after Tom Brady, but he's a Pats fan, so you never do that. Like, he went after a GOAT in some sport, and it, it, I, I encourage you to look at the interview where Riggs fired back against him and go on the Twitter feed and look at it, because it did not go well for Davey. It did not go well at all.
2: Man. Um Can you
0: – Lost you there, bud. Hey, Kyle, you're going through a tunnel or something, buddy.
1: But – yeah, I mean, just to kind of close the golf, and I mean, I don't know that we have anything really else to talk about, but no, nah. um, I mean, man, what a what a weekend it was! It was incredible to see Scotty do what he did and to keep the run going. And what about it,
0: uh what about that fucking Sunday that Rory had? Are we talked about Rory uh, a month ago. Holy, holy shit, shit, fucking shit!
1: Eight under tied the record uh, the, for the lowest round at the Masters. Did it on 18 out of a side bunker with a fucking little flip chip that was, just happened to roll yeah. in the side of the cup.
0: I, I was, was really I was really looking. I was hoping Scheffler would have put one in the water on uh, Amen Corner, <laughs> and then I was probably going to bet the farm on Rory because he was oh, on yeah. a fucking here, dude.
1: Yeah, it was fucking
0: wild. And that's then, the best I've but, seen Rory looking at a fucking long time. Yeah. And as soon
1: as he chipped in, they're they're still talking about Rory chipping in. And then Colin turns around 20 feet away in the same bunker and chips in again. So it was a a really cool way to finish that.
0: You could give me 100 shots out of that bunker, and I would never put it in the hole. Oh, I'm the same way. There ain't no way in hell. No way in hell
4: I could do that.
1: I hate to uh, cut you short, boys, but I got to get out of here. I got to get up early and work a little overtime tomorrow, so. I'll catch you boys on Saturday. Make sure to fill in about the, uh, the old shit golf we got going this weekend.
0: Yeah, you got it, buddy. We're Cheers, going boy. to fill in the nation. And everybody watching right now, shit golf, have got a scramble coming this Sunday. It will be myself, or not Sunday, this Saturday, myself, Kyle, CJ, and our buddy Nick. JB is, of course, in North Carolina slamming yinglings, so he will not be available for that but Shit Golf is going to have a little bit of content coming your way Saturday. But, yeah, we are getting late here. We are out of time. Kyle, can you hear us? Did you make it out of the tunnel? Yeah, Yeah, I'm back. All right, well, unfortunately, we are out of time. Uh, Later, bitches! We're out. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you later.